Florida Business Minds, presented by the Business Journals of Florida. Brought to you by Tico People's Gas, at the heart of Florida's energy. In this episode, Jacksonville Business Journal Editor-in-Chief Tim Gibbons calls on Visit Jacksonville CEO Michael Corrigan for an update on tourism and a forecast for the year ahead. Well, I do appreciate you taking the time to meet with me. I know there's some exciting things in store on the tourism front as we go into 2024. So I'm going to talk about those and also just kind of talk about some management things in general. But let me start out with a really broad question. As you look back over the past couple of years, as you look forward, obviously went through a really turbulent time over the past five years. Things have broadly kind of settled out in Jacksonville. We're back to the tourism levels that we saw pre-pandemic, but where do things stand? How do you see the market on the first coast these days? Great question, Tim. I think that tourism in Jacksonville, A, did a very good job recovering from the pandemic. In 2023, we saw numbers very, very similar to 2019, which was our best year ever and right before the bottom dropped out. And we don't anticipate that changing very much. We think that the demographics of the tourism we have now have um, really put us in a good position to maintain and not have as many peak and valleys that we may have seen in the past. So obviously, there's some amount of Jacksonville benefiting just from secular trends, but there's also Visit Jacksonville leaning into those, trying to boost those numbers. And I know one of the areas you're particularly looking into is sporting events, which are interesting because they have multiple effects. There's the people coming here. There's also the just the more exposure sort of thing. What got you started down that path of Visit Jacksonville saying, you know, sports is an area where we can see growth? I think the initial research that we started doing related to the NCAA men's basketball first and second round championships that had been here previously. The last time was in 2019. We started researching, how do we get that back? And as we researched that, we realized that there were so many other opportunities in the sports world that that really shouldn't be our focus. That, yes, we all want that to come back to Jacksonville, but there had been several efforts previously to really take advantage of the sports tourism economic engine that you see around the country. But Jacksonville really had gotten out of that game, and we had basically just kind of forgot about it. The history of that is that there was a city department originally that handled that. Then there was a city commission that was run by the city employee. And then back in the late 2010s, Jack Sports was created at the Gator Bowl, and they took that banner and ran with it. But when I arrived at Visit Jacksonville 2018, Jack Sports ceased that area of work in the community, and really nobody picked it up from that point. And so as we researched initially the men's basketball, we realized that there was a both an opportunity and a responsibility to take a hard look at that and see how we could become the sports community that we already thought we were, but really weren't taking full advantage of it. It's interesting the way that you contextualize that, because yeah, the city has a rich history with that and has definitely shown that it can play host to those events. So kind of going back to a thing that worked, that actually kind of sets the stage for my next question, because when you talk about hosting sporting events, obviously the big kahuna there was the Super Bowl. You're not going after that right now, but I assume you're not. Um, the Maybe when the Jaguars play in it. But one of the issues back then and one of the issues with tourism in general is the need for hotels. There is a tremendous number of hotels in the pipeline once it opened in 2023 and in the pipeline going forward. 
where do you see the lodging situation stand? Is there a need for more investment in that area? I think Jacksonville is uniquely positioned in the hotel market now. We have a large number of what are we refer to as select service properties throughout the city. We know that we do not have as many of the full service hotels or, or resort commu- hotels that the other communities have. So the solution to that is twofold. One is we have to look beyond the city limits. We have to look at what's in the Northeast Florida region and take advantage of bigger inventory of hotels we have to do that. Um, that's where you have to start because you have to have the hotel rooms in order to be able to attract super large events. But the reality is because of the type of hotel properties we have now, we're very well positioned to host whether it be youth, high school, college, or even lesser high-profile sporting events and championships here in town, we already have that inventory and we can do that. So a lot of the work we'll do will be focusing at the bottom and working up versus at the top and working down. Uh, There's a lot of communities around the country that said, we want to host a Super Bowl and then stood there and waited, 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 waited. Well, that's, in my opinion, not the way that Jacksonville can be super successful. We can be super successful without hosting a Super Bowl the Super Bowl should come looking for us instead of us going to trying to get the Super Bowl. And that's going from going bottom up, using the inventory you have today, because the reality is developers are going to build when there's demand and there's return on that investment. All of us track the same numbers from the same providers of the numbers. We all know what's happening. But when your average daily rate, your average occupancy and RevPAR, which is revenue per available room, when all three of those going up and your occupancy numbers throughout your community, get above the 75, but really above the 80% level, investors, banks, others are all interested in investing and building future properties. Um, We've seen that in communities around the country. It's interesting looking at those numbers on a, you know, weekly or monthly basis, particularly the RevPAR number that has been, you know, you can see it going up in different sectors of town, which obviously, yeah, the investing community is looking at that going, the money actually pencils out. Exactly. I mean, because as an investor, you're not going to invest unless you're going to get a return on that investment. I don't care what sporting championship or what amenity you have in your community. At the end of the day, it's a balance sheet, and that balance sheet has to be able to perform to the level that you expect. So when we talk about lodging and we talk about the hospitality industry in general, obviously one of the challenges is the workforce. Those are workforce-heavy industries. It takes a person to clean a room. It's not, you know, you can't, can't automate it. You can do things as hotels have done of, you know, changing their frequency or something. But do you have concerns as somebody who is helping build Jacksonville's tourism industry? Do you have concerns that the workforce squeeze will hurt those efforts? What do you see happening on that front? I think it already has been squeezing it. It is, if you talk to hotel properties, it's their number one concern is an adequate workforce to do what you're saying. You've previously reported on that adequately for the reader to understand. I think that a side benefit of this positive sports tourism push that we talked about a few minutes ago is young people that are they're in high school or even in college. It gives them a reason to want to come to the industry. If you can make the industry more interesting and be more on the cutting edge, then it's more likely you'll be able to attract better employees or more employees to come into your industry. That's an industry-wide problem we face. How do we help, especially young people, understand the value and the opportunity that's in the hospitality industry? And that goes beyond the hotel room. That includes the whether it's the venues or the, or the restaurants. I mean, it's all those. I think that a major part of it is increasing the 
appeal of that so that people will want to do it because there's jobs available everywhere. And why would someone choose a hospitality job over another industry? A positive image of the industry is important for that. Next, how Visit Jacksonville works with neighboring tourism teams as Florida Business Minds continues. People's Gas, working with businesses across Florida to lower energy usage and costs with efficient natural gas. Get cash back energy conservation rebates when you install new natural gas equipment. Learn more at peoplesgas.com slash biz rebates. You mentioned a moment ago in the context of hotel rooms, looking beyond the city, and obviously your focus, it's Visit Jacksonville, it's it's Jacksonville, but the big tourism areas of St. John's County, particularly St. Augustine, and Nassau County, particularly Fernandina Beach, how do you see your role fitting into kind of a regional sort of tourism push? I think Visit Jacksonville's role and my role at Visit Jacksonville is critical to that because we are the elephant in the room. We are the big city. We do have the big, larger events. Um, you know, each one of those counties do a large event. Obviously, the Players is the key event in St. John's County and the Amelia is the key event in Amelia Island that takes place. But they look to Jacksonville to fill their properties as well. They have the resort customers that are working on a regular basis, but they're also extremely interested in doing that. If there's ever a positive of the pandemic, and there's not many, the re-regionalization of the effort was probably a win there because we all knew we had to bond together in order to help our communities recover from that. And what I've tried to, to continue to say to those entities is, let's not forget that. When the times get a little bit better, they can get a lot better if we're working together. The reality is that a visitor doesn't know where the county line is. A visitor wants to have a great experience. Um, We have the ability as a region to create great experiences for many different types of visitors. So we got to make sure that we check our egos at the door and provide that experience that gets those visitors here the first time, but even more importantly, gets them to come back another time. You say check your egos out the door. There's actually there's a little bit of a weird segue, but it ties into kind of a broader question I wanted to ask you. So you and I have talked over the years going back. You were a tax collector. You were on city council. You ran a private business. I remember a conversation with you back at the tax collector's office where you were credited with a cultural shift there that just had the workers enjoy working at a tax collector's office, which is, I don't know, what people imagine when they think of, you know, working at a tax collector's office. As you look over your career, private industry, public agency, quasi-public agency, what have you learned about management that you think, you know, helps you now as you help market the area? I think this, Tim, and I learned this back really when I was physically working on the manufacturing floor, people spend more working hours helping someone else be successful than anything else they do. The hours you spend, you spend most of them helping someone else be successful. So I've always believed in everything I've done. And and I appreciate the compliment on the tax collector's office. And I really learned it there because of the environment that we're in. How can I help you enjoy? How can I help you like working every single day. I'm so fortunate to lead Visit Jacksonville and a great team that we have here. I don't do much. I just cheer the team on and they're doing the incredible work, understanding and appreciating what people give up to help 
Visit Jacksonville Be Successful helps us be successful. The most important person in a hotel property is the person helping that guest at that moment. And it's not a philosophy created by Michael Corrigan. It's what every hotel knows. And that's the key to the system is to the appreciation of the people that are are doing the work. Um, you referenced a few minutes ago, how do you fill that void of employees that, that you have? The key is we all have to appreciate those employees that make that decision to work with us. Excellent. So we talked about the city and we talked about the region. Let me kind of wrap up looking at the state. Obviously, tourism, huge industry in the state. Some of the funding side of that has been under attack in recent years. I think legislative session happening now might be the first one that does not have a bill to shut down Visit Florida. There's the possibility of actually that agency getting more money than has gotten in the past. As you look at the industry writ large in Florida, where do you see things going? What are your views on what's happening in Florida tourism in 2024? Great question. I recently had the honor of being asked to serve on the Visit Florida board, which I now do. Visit Florida is critically important to the success of tourism in the state of Florida. Um, it affects each community differently. I mean, you can't put a single, how does it affect you on any one community? But the power they have, uh, strength is in numbers. It's just like the, the Business Journal does a great job on the Jacksonville Business Journal, but it's the Business Journal team of cities that make it have its strength. It's the same for Visit Florida. It's that collaboration together. I think Florida tourism is going to probably suffer a little bit. In the next couple of years, and we've talked about this on in a board level, that what happened is the world is open again. So everybody can go anywhere. So what used to happen, tourism is made up of both people in your state and people out of your state. And what's happening now is a lot of Floridians are now comfortable. My wife and I last October took a trip to Europe. So Floridians are leaving Florida more than they were. And that's having some effect on the numbers of people, tourists and floors. But even more important than that is that there's a number of people that could only visit the states for a while because a lot of countries are closed. Almost every country has reopened back to pre-level. And now that that's available, people are choosing a variety of different countries to go to, especially Central Florida does an incredible job of attracting international visitors. That's going to be somewhat dampened by people experiencing other parts of the world that they couldn't go to in the last three years. Right. Now that everything's open, people have more choice. And you know, maybe they did the Florida thing in 22 or 21. And now it's like, now I want to go to Brussels. And, and then Tim, that's the reason that Visit Florida is more important today than it's ever been, because marketing to those countries to bring those people here is extremely important because the customers are going to go where they reminded that it's an incredible experience. And if we're not marketing to those countries, which Visit Jacksonville doesn't have, most DMOs don't have available in their budget money to be able to do that. Visit Florida is a critical partner with us to attract international tourists to town. Excellent. Well, as we wrap up, uh, one personal question. What's your favorite vacation spot? My backyard would be my number one, because <laughs> there's no way I mentioned it in another community. I've been a visitor in Jacksonville for over six decades now. People often talk about where do you really want to go? You know, I got 840 square miles and, and I still haven't covered them all. So literally this weekend, my wife and I are going somewhere we haven't been in Jacksonville before because somebody told us about it. So um, I'll take Jacksonville anywhere. I enjoyed the trip to Europe. Um, you know, I obviously travel for work on a somewhat regular basis, but the best airport to land in, the best feeling you get is when you arrive at, at our airport. So, yeah, I'll take Jacksonville over the rest of them. Excellent. That's a perfect note to end this on. I really do appreciate you taking the time and uh, good luck. Uh either on your travels or on your staying home. I appreciate the opportunity to be here. 
Thank you for downloading Florida Business Minds, presented by the Business Journals of Florida. Brought to you by Tico People's Gas, at the heart of Florida's energy.